and you're on the dock with Pastor Troy. We're in the studio again, and you know there's trouble coming. Trouble for the devil. He's going to be on the run today. Uh, you found us at onthedock.org. You found us. we got lots of platforms, lots of ways to listen to us. And I, guys, I'm just going to tell you a secret right off, off the top. We normally do a couple, two or three of these in a day. We've got Dustin in here to do kind of the wrap-up third on a different day. We never just do one, so I can unload everything today. This is going to be a great session. Game on. <laughs> yeah, game on like Donkey Kong. Okay, right. I, we never just do one in a day, so this is so cool. Normally, we do like three to six, and you're like, oh, man. But we're ready to go. On the doc.org every Tuesday and Thursday, find those releases. They're going to be great ones out there. We're all about conversations to propel your faith out of the shallows and into the deep. Today, you're going to get turbocharged out of the shallow, and you're going to be so far in the deep. Oh, you better take GPS with you. You better have God with you. We got eight. We got we have eight different platforms, but we want you to go to YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, first and foremost. Then go to Google Play. Don't go to Facebook if you don't have to. If you do, we're not mad at you, but they are not happy with us. Roy Q, Rumble, SermonNet are also great as well we got in trouble dustin we got in trouble dustin we got in trouble with facebook on wednesday night we have wednesday what night happened? class wednesday, wednesday night we're just teaching the bible i'm almost done we have great input from our local and our online people they're asking questions one of our online people was asking a question about the lord to our spiritual greeter and she was just answering the question spiritually and all of a sudden facebook she's in the men on our facebook they come up and they locked her out you're now locked out from comments because of your conversation mm. Now, don't worry, the pastor got locked out back at Christmas because I told somebody in the feed, Merry Christmas. They locked me out for it. They didn't lock me out for it once. They did it. I, I got so frustrated. I reposted it, forwarded it again. They locked me out a second time. I did it a third time just to make them angry. So, but, and she stays in lockout prison. So she said, but we don't really know what we did, but we got, so Facebook, use Facebook if you have to, but they may not let you comment. So uh, social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Telegram, Yikes. and Getter. Isn't that crazy? That it was bizarre. nothing controversial, I promise you. I had, wasn't talking about anything like I normally would that get us in trouble. They just didn't <laughs> want her to, I mean, sometimes I instigate. Mm. Subscribe, hit like, notify, comments, and all those kind of things. And we'd love to have you as a Patreon partner or sponsor, four levels of partnership, three levels of sponsorship. Go read about it and you find out about it. Go to onthedoc.org. It will link you everywhere, tell you about how to get to my Patreon as well and info at onthedoc.org. And we have our own embedded viewer. If you don't want to watch any of those people, just go watch it there. Mm -hmm. We've got our own. It's great stuff here. We're in the studio here. Uh, I'm going to give you the first one. Mother Beth, she's not at the table. She's on the couch behind me. We don't have a camera on her, but she can scream anytime she wants to. And she can ask questions. You know, can you hear? Can, go ahead and holler, Beth. <laughs> I think I, I can hear you. There. Yeah, yeah. Hi, Annie. We got we got Ben, ben on the lead to arrive a co-host today with me as well. And in the studio, we got Lucas Winkler over there. Lucas, you don't have? Do you have a camera today? Yeah, Lucas Whoa. got. Oh, hey, Lucas, you got the house what lights on. An attractive Are you man. We're, yeah, we're, we're, good. we're working. We're good. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right, good, good. We got new lights, but we're, we we did a whole episode that day without the house lights on and these lights on. So. Uh. So it's easier. So we're, we're getting mm -hmm. more. We're liking it. I mean, I'm, I, when, when he goes to just the, the inside lights, I mean, I look a lot more handsome. Mm. I, I, With I, these I, on, the table isn't all blown out in the, yeah, in yeah. the image. Yeah, but see, it, it's yellower now. When he turns that off, these, this doesn't get yellow anymore. But I have better color. I look so white in the Colossian series. It look, I, I'm, like a vamp, I'm, I'm like a vampire. And I don't believe in vampires. Yeah, you're but Italian. I'm Italian. I should be like a tan, yeah, olive and red. I, but my problem is I'm northern Italian. I'm from the the Alps, the Italian Alps, and we're mm. we're kind of all of our family went over the hill to Switzerland to pick up, you know, 
people. And so we picked up some of the blonde hair. We picked up some. So, you know, if you're Italian, you went over the hill, brought back right. your bride, you know. So I got a little bit of the Alps in me. Yodel-a-hee-hoo. Yodel-a-hee-hoo. <laughs> That's what happens with our family. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. yeah, we're back here in our Worship Leaders of Southern Illinois series, a super series, season two on the doc special and we've got in the studio for part three of this sub series and part 17 in the worship leader series uh dustin keel from cornerstone church welcome dustin thanks for dustin, having me dustin we got chesney back chesney welcome back hello i don't have i should have got a picture for you i had time to produce it and oh, i'm just so good. sorry i'm so sorry can we get a close-up with chesney do you got a picture of chesney? <laughs> oh, no. give the, the light zoom in do you have the live version of her the live version. she's here yeah. no, she, there, she is, there she is there she is yeah yeah I, I, I give you Mother Best photo and she's Mother Best photo, but the resemblance isn't close. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a little different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Production cost here. Uh, Dustin Hills from Cornerstone Church. Most of you guys, Cornerstone mm-hmm. Church. It's a really tiny, small family church, about the size, yeah. holds about 30 people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that That's in the front entrance. This is the former, uh, you guys know Walt, Walt, Walt Halton Wade is your address. That should answer the question yeah. right there. But you guys have taken over the the street. You know, they're, they're at Cornerstone Church, one of the, one of the most magnificent churches in our community. And uh, you can see the information there, email, uh, Facebook. Go check them out. And their pastors, uh, Michael and Carolyn Nave, great people, great church, great leadership. And we're glad to have you guys back in the studio. So thanks for coming. Uh, you guys remember uh, we when we did the first part? We we oh, let me show these great pictures of you again, Dustin, because. I mean, they Ooh. mean, I, oh my, that's, that's a great one. <laughs> Powerful worship there. Gosh, that, Chesney, that's you, is that you in the back? That's me. Yeah, See, that's I have me. a picture of you. That's wow. Chesney in the back. Yeah, hey. I, I got you. I didn't even catch that last time. Hey, she works at Crown Brew. Anyways. She does. Yes. <laughs> she does she? Does. She does, yes. yes. Which that's, one? That's JC. Yeah, JC. Yeah, JC works at, yeah. I love her. She's the well, best. Well, I didn't catch that. We got to get JC in here now. Uh, yeah. She does work. She takes good care of me. Yeah. Well, when we do the Crown Brew series, we'll bring her in. All right, we're going to do that. And then, you, you, now this is your real life wife. That's my real life yeah, wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, people sometimes say, well, because Chesney's his assistant, they get all confused now. So I have to tell people, no, 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 no. But he got a great wife, great shot. I mean, gosh. And we all know you were, you went to Hollywood. I did. So I did. Good. Back so, in the day. All great. So go back and watch episode one and two. You'll learn all about that. But we're going to get into this. Uh, we're in our walk away episode. We're going to get to the big questions, the hard questions. And Chesney, we all know you've been the brains of this operation for the first two episodes. <laughs> so I've been writing down stuff. I write down more stuff than, than I write down about Dustin. Although Dustin's wow. wise because he's trained you well. So, so Oh, man. He, he, told me, he told me the other day that he takes credit for everything you've said so far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I've learned a lot from him. You know, you're his paddle one. That's how this works. That's how yeah. it works. All right, now I just threw, threw Dustin under the bus. So, All right, here we go. Ready for the first question? <laughs> you have 60 seconds to answer this question. No, we don't Ooh, have time. We don't have Start a time. the timer. We don't have a timer. There's really. no timer. We don't so. even have the timer there today. I have one on my screen and we're this doing it. It's going to be a really three-hour episode. Three-hour oh, tour. What are you? <laughs> three we're, we're talking episode. about worship. To be clear, we have to lead a service. Oh, darn. Gosh. Okay, good. All right, are y'all having your service on Good Friday? Are you still doing, are you doing, you're just doing the one big service. We're doing the one big one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We just dated this episode, but that's okay. You're going to, you got the stadium. Yeah. You're at the stadium. That is cool. Oh, I'm really yeah. proud of that. That's mm-hmm. really cool deal. So uh, that'll be cool. We may have to come to, do, do you, do we bring a bat and glove? Yes. Do you, that's required. Do you shoot the Easter eggs <laughs> out of the guns? <laughs> you know how they do the, the hot dogs, the hot dog gun? I've never seen a hot the, dog oh, gun. You don't know a hot dog gun? No. They, were just they have, they have one, they have one there sitting around. I bet they left it. It's a CO2 gun. It's a massive thing on the end. They, and they put can food shoot in they it. They put the hot dogs in it. They put T-shirts in it. 
and they shoot them out to the crowd. Seems not sanitary. You need (laughs) to have that during worship and shoot stuff out. Wow. Okay. It would change. We could bring a potato gun. Don't use potatoes because that can hurt some people. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But you could shoot stuff out. You could shoot like a, you could like an on the dock mug. We'll give you some on the dock mugs. Yep. We would wrap them. We'd have to bubble bubble wrap them first. They might not make it. Surely you guys got some products you could shoot out, man. We could shoot something out. I know. I mean, you need you to think would about think it. of that ballpoint no. pens. <laughs> if I were doing what y'all were doing, I would do that. And so. other safe items. <laughs> yeah. 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 I want to be clear about something too. Chesney is not; she's not my assistant per se. Oh, mm. she's assistant worship leader, director, director. Yes, that's she, a bigger word. She does lots. She's so she's really, lost. she keeps everything running. Basically, is what you're saying. Oh my gosh, no doubt about well, it. Well, I'm going to ask this question to her mm-hmm. because her. it sounds like she does it. So each week, you guys. Pastors do this, worship people do this, directors do this. Every week, it's like Groundhog Day for us. Okay, yeah. It's Groundhog Day. You you, you have Sunday, it's over, mm-hmm. you're done for the second one. How long do you breathe after that? Do you do you go get some sushi in the parking lot first? Or or you choose the store? Do you go eat? Do you do your food? Do you do you relax? Do you walk your dog? Do you take Monday off? Do you when do you go, oh my gosh? I've only got seven days, six days. For you guys on Sunday, you've only got a few more days because mm-hmm. you got Friday. When do you? When do you just? When does panic hit you, and you realize <laughs> I've got to do this again in the name of Jesus? Uh. I I will just say I I really love my job, and it does. I mean, there are times it gets I love my job too, but but I go, oh my gosh, it's yeah. Tuesday, I got to start. <laughs> yes, no, no, no. I feel that I um. Yeah, there are days where it's like, okay, more, more court th- charts, okay, more attacks. Did you ever see the show 24? <laughs> I don't it was hot. So. You know 24. Yeah. They'd start that thing, and the thing would click, the dink, dink, yeah. dink. Do you, I hear the dink start. Uh, I don't hear it till like Monday night. Okay. Because I take Mondays off generally. That yes. didn't last week. I was bad. But I somewhere it just starts running again. I think, oh my gosh, I got to get ready. Mm-hmm. So when does that, when do, when do you go from, I finish the service to you hear the chink, dink. Uh, so we, we take Monday off and, mm-hmm. uh, cause we're there Wednesday night, Friday night, Sunday morning. That's about You deserve hours. Monday off. So we take Monday off. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't, I don't feel like I have that anxiety of like, oh, I have to do it again. You know, um, there are days that are like that, but I don't feel like it's a weekly thing for me. I don't know. We're going to take your blood after this and we're all going <laughs> to dope off it because that's great though. So, so she basically is calm, cool and collective. You're right. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. She's got things. I mean, she's a director. She's calm. Yeah. What about you? What do you do? You flip a gear? I don't either. I don't either. And I have to tell you, it's it's a lot to do with things that people like her can contribute to my life. It's so the system is (laughs) is running so smoothly, and the and the preparation is there that we just don't we don't have to worry. The streams just come together for you, and it pulls. It's true. Yeah. So we we have our services planned out far enough in advance that we are able to get all the resources plugged in far enough in advance that it's just it's just not it's not stressful now if there's like a special event mm-hmm. something that like upsets the rhythm it kind of throws it off that really gets you doesn't it like yeah it, that can yeah, for yeah, sure yeah mm-hmm. like you get somebody's got a wedding on thursday and they're friday in there and all of a sudden oh my gosh we gotta flip the when we have a wedding, it just destroys our platform. We love you. All of you that have to do weddings here, we love you. We're <laughs> right. going to get you. But, right. the, but every bride goes, can we move the drums? Yes. Right. That kind of thing. And right. they have no idea what that requires, right? 
Well, now it's on wheels. It's on wheels now. We can roll it. We can roll it. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. We put ours on a rolling system. That is good. That's good. That's a good move. But you, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. And yeah. we love everybody. We have a funeral, and, and we're, we're honored to do a base funeral. But you throw that extra piece in there. Now you got to you got to do stuff for that. That's a challenge. What about you? Do you, I mean Ben? Do you? Yeah. Usually it's uh, the Saturday night right before Sunday service. You don't panic till oh. Saturday night. <laughs> yeah. I'm like oh, I got to pick songs still. <laughs> Golly. No, no, it's not that bad, but but I, I, I you know, bad. I, I feel the weight of it. I mean, I'm, I'm always excited for the next service because I love what God's doing in our midst. But yes, but for the load to come off for a minute, mm-hmm. and then the load to come back on for me, that's kind of Monday, and then Tuesday morning, I'm starting to think about it. You carry an uncommon amount of responsibility. <laughs> you though. do too. You got like three thousand worship services at your church. Oh, I mean, that's not true at all. That's not <laughs> just, true at all. Just Friday, the three. Yeah, but that's. <laughs> But that's 3,000. I mean, you guys got a lot of seats. So, I mean, you got every, I mean, that's a huge responsibility and leadership and you've got a huge, great team and, and you guys are doing great ministry. So I, I don't, I don't think people, some people handle that differently than mm-hmm. others. And you guys handle it. Lucas, do you, you're not Mike, but what, when do you start panicking? Um, I don't really panic anymore. No, you don't. I, I, he doesn't yeah. panic. Yeah. I don't There's panic. No sense in it. I, I used to, but I don't. Let me be honest. Yeah. I don't panic for these guys at all, to be honest with you. Sure. It, yeah. it, it's more like, well, I have my game on. Right. I, do I, I have the like, right word? Do even it. if right. everything else falls apart, we can just now use the an two, acoustic guitar. Now, now the two of us, we, we work well enough fine. together that everything, my computer could blow up and I don't have my notes and they're shredded. And the two of us could work together. Yeah. We, we'd probably do better. Sure. You, I mean, and you you as the, the one who's giving the message, yeah. you... you Kind of start from scratch every week. Every week, we don't do that so much. Right. Every, even in a, even in a series, yeah, we're not you're writing a bit, six songs every week. To like like I'm doing, yeah. I'm doing Micah right now. I just finished Micah four and five. I got to take on chapter six this week. And honestly, it's this week. I haven't looked at it yet. I I, I did it, my pre study on it. I have notes on it, but I haven't seen it since about three months ago. I sure. do. I, I date my series. I do a bunch of notes. And then I come back and I finish the process. Mm-hmm. So right. I'm hoping I can get back to where I was three months ago, sitting in Branson in a hotel in my condo, yeah. kind of working that out. Yeah. And I, I hope I can. But the thing is, a lot's happened to me since, mm-hmm. and so I have to integrate some of that in. And I may get in and go, man, I don't feel this. And a lot of times, I'll, I'll tell Beth, I, I didn't feel none of this. It's gonna be terrible tomorrow. I wouldn't come if I was you. <laughs> and then what's crazy is I get in the worship service. He puts the right kind of music on, and all of a sudden, all that comes back together, and I realize. Mm-hmm. God was not stupid three months ago. He knew exactly what we needed. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And, and I, uh, I'll walk out. She goes, she goes, that was really good. I said, well, it wasn't me. That's for sure. You know, so that's that's mine every week is am I on am I on the right path with God? Mm. You know, I'm bringing the right stuff. I can I share something sure, personally? Please, please. Like, I feel like the Lord has done a huge <laughs> just mental shift for me. And Dustin has been just a huge part of this and helping me think this way is like, um, I think he asked me one time, like I was freaking out and I'm like, ah, what are we going to do about this and this? And, um, it one, one of those, like something last minute had happened yeah. and it just, we were just running crazy. And he was like, what is the worst case scenario that you can think of? You know? And it's like the a vocalist is sick or we lost somebody else or whatever. And it's like, okay, uh, we won't have a vocalist. He's like, okay. I'm like, that's it. That's the worst case scenario. You know, that's so a really like, good way to look at Sunday, it. Right. So it's like if, if the worst case scenario happens, what is the worst thing like that's going to happen? And also, do you trust that, the, that like the Lord can work through that? Mm-hmm. And like that didn't throw him off. It didn't take him by surprise. And so there's no need to Just be like frantic, you know, God's in control. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. 
and trusting I mean, him. So in the end, I get to that every week. By the time I show up here, I get to that. But sometimes you have to work past your own head. It's a process. Oh, yeah. Yeah, For your head gets sure. in the way. And I also never want to be embarrassed that I didn't prepare well enough. Mm. That I'm ashamed before the Lord. That, you know, That's I waited, right. I waited oh, too I, long yeah. in the week. I, I really wish I'd already looked at Micah 6 mm-hmm. a little more, mm-hmm. but I've just had a, I've had a very good week and we've been producing other stuff. Yes. And so I just have to pray tomorrow. The Lord is g- gentle with me. You know, yeah. oh, you, know yeah. you know what I mean? Well, and, I you had this, somebody in the hospital, somebody had a bypass this week and you just go and do that. But the Lord knows that too. He does. He does yeah. know that. Yeah. So a little deeper in this, what, what would be, you know, as you guys think about your biggest challenges week to week getting ready, whether it be music prep, uh, rehearsal, selecting your team, your audio visual for that week. What, what are your, what are your biggest challenges? Uh, maybe it's your AV guys, your geeks. Like, I mean, I mean, I don't know, Lucas. I mean, you may have problems with your geeks in the back. Maybe they're always saying, well, we need to work on this. We need to do white noise or what are your biggest challenges week to week? It's pink noise. No. Is it pink noise? <laughs> I do prefer all, pink noise. noise. <laughs> what's your biggest, <laughs> what's your biggest challenge as you set up, you know, what, what, what are the ones that's kind of a little bit more of a moving target for you? The one, the ones you got to really take on. Who's your, where's your problem? Just tell us who the problem is there. Whatever. <laughs> Can we use names? Like, yeah, just no, air you can, you can, can use we... initials, Mr. JT, you know, or something like that. Or, <laughs> no, uh, I'm yeah, kidding. No, no. No, fr- the guy that has a frog face, that guy, you know? No, my God. Yeah, frog you know? face. Yeah, frog yep. face. Yeah. Oh, we frog face. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to understand why I'm thinking frog face in a minute when I get to the last question. Frog's on my mind. Oh, is it? Now you're going to wonder. It's foreshadowing. Did, oh, yeah. You're going to wonder why is a frog on his mind? Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll just. A frog will be integrated in into this show, but he will be remain hidden. Okay. okay. A frog will be in inter- inter- it's on the dock. This is deep. It's on the dock. On oh, the dock is a dangerous place. Something pops up out of the water. You never know. Yeah. Old Greg, you asked that question about what's what's the biggest weekly challenge, mm-hmm. and there were two things that come to mind. One of them is about the team, um, and the other one is is more personal. So the the team oriented one has to do with the fact that not every member of our team operates at the same level. There's a threshold that they have to meet to serve, but uh, beyond that, not everybody is as is at the same level of skill, and so vocally, musically, maturity, age-wise, yeah, yeah. So when it when it and you're not being critical, it's just a reality. It's just a reality. Yeah, every Christian's different. Everybody's different in the development, right? Yep. And we're upfront about that too, and saying like, hey, we're all on a journey. We're different places on the journey. That's all right. Where you are is fine. As long as you're still journeying forward. You want to see steps yeah. forward and not a lot of steps back. Yeah. So, like, I still take regular voice lessons. Um, wow. We're all still honing, right? Because cool. it's our responsibility to invest. So, um, I see these guys practicing all the time. Yeah. A lot of people don't realize worship leaders don't just show up and play. They're practicing. <laughs> they're learning stuff. They're upgrading their equipment. They're doing checks. They're they're pushing themselves. Yeah. That's faithfulness. That's faithfulness. So, uh, we, we look at the roster for the week and we say who is maybe a little weaker mm-hmm. on this week and who needs a bit more attention in our, in our uh, band leading prep. So going into rehearsal, um, who might need a little more support? And uh, so that... So developmental coaching would be a part of your, each week you're strategizing that may look different depending on who's on the makeup, what song it is, what challenges there are. That's very good. That's yeah, really- I mean, so uh, somebody is tasked to be the the MD, the musical director for each rehearsal. Mm-hmm. Used to always be me. Now it's not. Now we have a team of four that we divide that between. That's great. And they know that they're supposed to take notes on every song, know everybody's parts. Yeah. 
mm-hmm. going into rehearsal, they know if there's somebody that needs a bit more support, they gotta they gotta write down a bit more detail for that person, so they can be there for them mm-hmm. when they need. That's very good. Uh, the other thing is um, more personal. Ben, I, I'm sure this resonates with you. You know that you can pass the muster probably without trying too hard. You develop your sure. skill to a point where um, you could kind of float it in and nobody would really complain. Sure. Right. Yeah. So that is one of the things that I wrestle with sometimes. Mm-hmm. I I know that vocally, I know that generally when it comes to facilitating a service, I can just sort of skate mm-hmm. and nobody will be the wiser. Totally. And so for me, it's like this, this, the thing that you shared before the Lord, when I put my head on my pillow, have I have I really been faithful? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did I get my best today? Yes. Yeah, did I, I prepare did. well? Yeah. Yeah. Did and so that's good. I think we all. I think that. I think that's what makes effective ministry. Whether you're a worship pastor, youth pastor, children's pastor, lead pastor, is is realizing who we work for. We work for the Lord, and we want to do things. Mm, as well. I, I a guy who I'm really really close to. We were having a conversation sometime last year, but he told me something that just stuck with me. And he said the difference between people who are known as great people and people who are known as gifted people is because you can just skate by on your gifting, kind of like you're talking about your talent. He said, great people are just gifted people who apply discipline. And I'm like, gosh, I need some discipline in my life. (laughs) You know, it's like all these things you're talking about is really just applying discipline to what God's given you to really see it through to its fullest potential you know yeah and, and i'm not good at that either i'm terrible I, because um man i i need so much help to do that one of the things that helps me be disciplined is if there's a system like i did well in school because um i knew this was due on this date this was due on this date there was a schedule somebody was telling me when to do what and i could do that yeah um but without that when it's just like a vacuum. I well, I guess I could do this voice lesson. I guess I could practice now, or I could do it in two weeks or whatever. It just sort of all gets mushy. Um, but people like Chesney and Nathan, who was my boss, they think organizationally, they think structure, they think system, and they gave me the scaffold, mm-hmm. and and that's really been helpful. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, you know what? I, I want to. This is an outside the box question because we're only shooting one episode, and I can ask crazy things. Um, as a pastor. I mean, I've, this, I'm coming up on my 35th year of being a pastor. I've been preaching as a lead pastor all that time. Now, I was an associate a, a couple times, but I would associate one church but have my own smaller church. So I've always been a lead pastor, at least of something attached to it um, from the beginning. And, I mean, I have every message I've written. I, I bought a computer. first When I forgot my first dollar, I bought a computer. Some of them I have to go back and find in, like, old versions, like WordPerfect. You know, and I've got the, I, and I didn't start using PowerPoints till probably 15, 20 years ago, but I, but I did. So I had every message I ever wrote. And when I started in Energy and Culp, I preached on Sunday, Sunday night, Wednesday, I had messages for all three. So I was three doing three, three a week. And that's, you know, that's 150 a year. I'd be gone a couple of weeks, but I was hitting 150. Then you add in Good Friday and you add in Easter Sunday and you add in, you know, not Easter Sunday, but like uh, Monday, Thursday, you mm-hmm. get a few other sh- things in there. I was doing 150 sermons a year. I mean, messages mm-hmm. a year. I mean, mm-hmm. Now I'm doing one plus a Bible study, which is the least I've done in a while. Right. Um, but they're ongoing. They're a little more, I'm, I'm more immersed. And so sometimes I'll think, I'm just going to go, I've got this, I got this vast 
I mean, archive, you know, and so I'll say, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna, Beth, I'm just gonna take it easy this next month. I'm gonna go grab an old series from about 15 years ago and I'm gonna pull that thing up. I'm gonna play that one and I'll pull it out and I look at it and just on behalf of everybody I preached at, I, I, I just want to apologize. I look at it and I go, that is garbage. What I, what, why did I get, why did anybody show up mm. at any of those churches I pastored over the years and listen to that and not stone me to death mm. because <laughs> it was shallow or not developed enough right, or right. this or that. Right. And normally on a regular week, I can take 15 hours is what I need in a week to get my message ready. Now that means I've already done a week long retreat where I've gone, I've done all my study. So I'm, Average message is 30 hours, and I do my own PowerPoints. So I produce that as well on my side. 30 hours, okay? I go grab that thing. I'll just have a few hours. I'll clean it up. And I can spend almost 15 hours reworking a sermon so I can be happy to preach it again. I have to restudy it, rework it, and go, man, it was garbage. You were pitiful. And then you guys have to do sometimes the same songs because people like my wife want to hear, back in the day, she wanted to hear a Revelation song every Sunday. Mm. How do you do? You know, do you do you rework the songs? Do you have to? Do you come out and do the song like you did? Do you push it to a new level? Do you ever get sick of it and go, man, that disgusts me? And how do you handle your stuff like that? Because for a pastor, it's a little different message. We don't sing the same song every week, but I know you guys don't always play it the same way either, or take it on the same way. Or mm -hmm. how do you handle that going back to the well type stuff? I hate it. Um, I would say like. So yes, to answer your question, because people like, want to hear, people like a song, and they want to hear it again, yeah. again, again. Yeah. right? Right? Yes, yeah. There, are, I mean, there are songs in our repertoire that you know we have overplayed, like we just played them and played them and played them, and now we're like, okay, it's that one's run its do course. Do you ever challenge you know? yourself we, in that song to do something different with it, or, yeah. or different instrumental? Yeah. You can switch. I mean, so there's little things you can do. You can change the key. You can change uh, if it's a, usually a guy-led song, have a girl lead it. That yeah. kind of stuff. Break it um, up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So I'd say I'd say we do that pretty often. Um, Sometimes we'll just do like a chorus tag of a song. Do you have to you know? work to keep that fresh? Because it, I, even I get bored of my own stuff. You have to keep that song fresh. So it's still, because the worshiper there, they, they're coming in, they're meeting with God. They don't necessarily know, care whether that song was the 12th time they've heard it in a year. Hmm. But what they're knowing is that song right now is penultimate to what's going on in their life. You know, hmm. bringing that song, bringing it fresh each time, putting your best into it. You know, like I said, that's a real challenge, you know? Yeah. Do you do that? Are you just, are you, are you just, are you just, just, yeah, I I don't know. I, I mean, for me, it, like a song, it just has to be kind of speaking to me, I guess, mm. in, in some way. Uh, not not that I'm like super analytical about picking songs, because I, I mean, sometimes I'm like, all right, Lord, like what, you know, what do you want to do this week? What What's going to flow well? And mm. it's just like, but if it's a song that I just, I'm like, I just don't feel like God is speaking to me through yeah. i'm just not gonna do, do it. do you have songs you just hate do you, do, do you just have songs that you, you did one time you go uh -huh. you totally. go you go Shh, that thing is not going back in again we, come on we say those songs are dead to us they are <laughs> do, do you do that that's do you do that oh, yeah do you do it is it, is it like on the third time or you just do it like one time you go that's i hate sometimes that. it's on the first time it's sometimes. on the first time mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> so true yeah yeah like yeah. Flop. yeah that <laughs> was that was that was <laughs> like, dead oh, to okay. me yeah. or like nathan and chesney talked to me into doing it and i'm like yeah <laughs> And this is, I think people need to True hear story. that there is a challenge behind this and, and you working through those things. And, and I'm sure that, that that's always the song you've ripped out is the one I'm like, the pastor's like, I really like to hear that song again. You know, you probably get more requests on those kind of songs than any other song just to irritate you. 
I, you know what? It's interesting. Like we've said this in previous episodes, like Dustin and I are very different people and we have different preferences sometimes. And that's an interesting dynamic when like, I love a song. I'm like, can we please do this one? And like recently we're introducing a song in a few weeks and he's like, all right, yep, we will do it. And you got to give her what? You gotta <laughs> yeah, give her yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or like, ah, oh, it's not my favorite, but he really wants and it. What and you'll it's have, great. And if you see him right at the end of the service, go, yeah, that right. one's done. <laughs> like, all right, Chesley, you had your one. Yeah. I'll, say, I'll say it's rare. Like we, we more or less agree on stuff. Yeah. I'm thinking of like, I don't want to say songs. <laughs> nail, just <laughs> nail it. Just nail it. Nail it. Nail it. <laughs> Center my life. I don't love. Yeah. I don't love it. We, it's a Austin Stone song. Is that an <laughs> we, older one? We love them. Kind of. We love you. Old, yeah. We're not, is it Years. the, oh Christ. Uh, Center my life on mm-hmm. your name. I don't know that one. Jesus, there is none more beautiful. I like it. Uh, yeah. just, just, good song. If you want to go to my Patreon right now and become a partner of ours, we'll remove that portion from our episode. <laughs> we'll take it. We'll take that out. Sorry. All those comments will be removed from the episode. Who's the writer of that song? Austin Stone. Yeah, yeah Austin, Austin. We'll take that out. Austin just have your Stone. just okay. have your people call my people. He'll forgive and us. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, we, like, but we, yeah, we love you. You're right. I played that one too much too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Does that happen to you too, Ben? Does that happen to you to get songs that you just go, "No, we're not doing that one again." Yeah, yeah. I mean, or, or are you going to defer it to one of the other teams? Go like, that's a Shane and Amanda song, or that's well, going to be Tracy. No, well, I I have a very, I always have a conversation. Like, it, if I have, we have different usually leaders. I have a co-leader, somebody with me, or I'll just have Shane and Amanda lead, and I'll support them from Electric or something. Mm-hmm. But I always am like, is are there, they married or something? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They're they're team like Donnie Marie. We call them Shane. Donnie Marie are brother and sister. So it's, but. <laughs> So like He's that, the but third, not like but that. not like that. But not like that. Like Sonny and Cher, but not like Sonny and Cher because they weren't Christians. But like, okay. if it's okay. Donna I'm leading with that weekend, or if it's like this weekend, it's gonna be me, Haley, and Amanda. But I always like, hey, is there any songs that are speaking to you guys that you would like to lead? Amanda's and leading with you, but without Shane. Shane's turkey hunting. Oh, oh my! Oh my gosh! I can't he blame him though. I kind of wish. I kind of want to just pawn it off on Amanda and Haley so I can go turkey hunting. You should have gone. Oh, come <laughs> <laughs> go. No. But yeah, I mean, I'm always, I'm very open to that. And a lot of times they'll throw me, like Donna will throw me songs that I'm like, I've never heard this, but let's, let's go for it. And if she's vibing on it, she's going to lead it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's like some like random Israel, old Israel song or something, you know, but I'm like, yeah, we'll just, we'll go for it. And even if I don't jive with it, but they lead, you'll support, give that support passionate about it. And I'm like, okay. So, so let me ask this big question. One of the big questions that we'll go to this for this series here is how have you seen in the last 10 years or so, mm. you can go back farther if you want, but in the last 10 years, what's a big move or change, whether it be evolution or, or you may, you may say it's devolution, you know, <laughs> going the wrong way. Devolved. Yeah. Devolved, evolved. Yeah. Uh, what is something major you've seen change in the culture of worship in the church? Something maybe that's evolved. One of our guests said, uh, uh, one of our guests said recently, spontaneity. You saw no spontaneous oh, yeah. worship b- before 2011. Mm-hmm. And now spon- spontaneity and spontaneous worship is common in a lot of churches. Mm-hmm. Even churches are more mainline connected. Mm-hmm. They're doing spontaneous moments of worship. And we mm-hmm. kind of attributed that back to some of the early movements of the House of Prayer and other things that, and it was, it, then it was very outside the norm, but now it's kind of normal. You know, it's almost mm-hmm. like, yeah. So what is something, Not you don't have to be in that track, but any track, what's something you've seen majorly evolve in the last 10 years or so in worship? Uh, there's one thing that comes to mind. So um, like gang vocals or like choir type 
things. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah, so I like Charity Gale, um, her yeah. recent album had mm-hmm. um, has the big choir behind a lot her. of people behind her. Yeah, kind of carrying the melody, and so the lead vocalist is freer to do ad libs and things. They're like doing that. more weaving. Mm-hmm. You see that in the worship yeah. initiative a lot too. Mm-hmm. I see. That. I watch. I I'm big in that. I love that. And you'll see them singing. Uh, it, but the singer is weaving and bobbing and doing all this stuff, and everybody else is carrying the line. Mm-hmm. Maverick City, Maverick City, yeah. Elevation, like all of yes. them have been doing stuff like it, that. Yeah, you know, it, it's something you would have seen more in. It, I I grew up. Uh, I'm gonna give this away, but when I started getting my doctorate at Southern Methodist, I would I my favorite church is the Potter's House, TD Jakes. So the black church was doing that a long time ago. Oh, for sure. Their choir was pulling it, and and whose leads is just bobbing and weaving and ripping and running runs. You see that yeah. in R and B. Oh, it you comes see from it, gospel. It comes from gospel. Oh, no yeah. But it's kind. Of, I, I totally agree to you. That is something you see much more today in in the church total. Mm-hmm. A very big stop. Big it's, it's cool too. I was. I don't know. If, remember if Dustin Griffith talked about that on the podcast or if we were just having a conversation. But it's cool to see, like the the black gospel and the apostolic choir and that type of music is really kind of blending with CCM. We talked about that in the episode. Yeah, that's right. I that, couldn't remember if it was in the episode. You're or even not, seeing but. the CCM start to pick up some of that stuff yeah. like that. You know, we saw that when was it? We are the world. We are the children. They kind of had the choir carrying that back in the day. You remember that like live aid or something like that. But I, I do think it's become more of a norm in the church style. That, which mm-hmm. means you got a lot of people carrying melody and then the leaders really just just having a blast mm-hmm. you know which is my favorite kind of music so mm-hmm. I, I think that's kind of cool mm-hmm. so hey i expect like i want one of those sunday you just i just want to see you go nuts you know who I, went nu- yeah yeah just you're gonna have get, to give get, me some <laughs> banana nut bread <laughs> yeah. we served banana nut bread to everybody on the on the staff this week because With butter the, the week the week before mm-hmm. i went crazy on it and then i brought it up for them all that um, was a pregnancy I, I i was gonna add something to that um that that answer excuse me I do think that um, there has been a hunger in the church for more of the um, sense of the transcendent and the supernatural. Yeah. And because of that, the worship has has gone to a more charismatic place across the board. Across the board. Totally. Yeah. It doesn't matter what church you're in right now. Right. Yeah. Because music helps facilitate that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it was we said in the, one of the episodes. It's that sine and cosine wave. It creates the atmosphere which yeah. can carry that experience. Yeah, totally agree. Strips it down and makes it makes it reachable. I think is a good word. You said breaks down walls and oh, barriers. That was another way you mentioned. So I, I totally agree with that because you can walk in a church that may you can walk in a church that may not operate as a as a Pentecostal style church today, but. You, you wouldn't get that necessarily from the worship service. Sure, you may have to get deeper into it to find out theology or what's behind the scene or what they what, what, what where they go with that. But the front of it, the front of the service, that's why what's cool about these worship leaders. You can pull worship leaders from all kinds of trends today, and they can all they can jam because mm-hmm. I think that 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 culture's there across the board. That's very well said. You add in spontaneous worship. You, of course, you have to have that in this, right. mm-hmm. and that makes that that opens that door to it. Let me, so let me ask you a different question. When you went into COVID, COVID's full bore. I mean, they, they said, "Please shut down right now for just three weeks, and when we get done with the three <laughs> weeks, we'll be back open." Please kill all your worship services, or the health department of Williams County will come and help kill it for you. When, when they did all that, and we all shut down, and we we, we love our health department. No, they are right. good. To us. Chris Chris Kane, they're very generous to us. They've been very good to us. They've helped us, advise us. But when the governor shut them down and we had to shut down what did what did worship look like at cornerstone how did you guys go from having 
I mean, you guys got like the Orange Bowl going there. You got a big, big church. You got all those people, and you got you can ride. You, you probably jump out and body surf across the crowd, and then all of a sudden, if you all jump, the time. all the time, of course, like you know, and then if you jumped out, <laughs> on, quit. but, but yeah. if you jumped out on that first Sunday of COVID. And you'd hurt stuff because there's no way to catch you. How did you? Or you would have caught COVID. What changed? No. What what, <laughs> what changed for you guys <laughs> when no you guys win. did you guys just shut down and quit? Did you go video? Did you? How did you bring it? We converted the worship center into a, a studio. Um, so we pulled all the chairs out, set up lights, and um, tried to create a different environment that would feel. Like it fit more in the living room where right. people are going to be consuming it. So, you know, put out rugs and all that. Um, did some more intimate stuff with lighting, that kind of thing. And uh, and we recorded it. Now, the thing that sucked about that is that broadcast is so unforgiving. Mm. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. so where you might be a little pitchy live and nobody oh, yeah. would know or care, like it sticks out like a sore thumb. Oh, yeah. Oh, on a yeah. video feed. Oh yeah, and if you don't look, we changed sound and boards multiple times during it because you know we thought it was gonna be a couple of weeks, and then when we listened, it was like, oh my god, we sound it's flat. It, there's no, you're not in the room. And then he started buying stuff, and somebody else came in and helped us with it. And then at one point in time, I said, just spend what you need to spend. Sure. And now I'll be honest with you, our sound on the TV is better than our sound in the room. Yeah, Lucas, would you sure. agree with that? Sometimes. Depends yeah. on who's mixing. It rivals. But, yeah. but yeah. It, okay, if Lucas is mixing on both our house board, if Lucas is on both our house board or TV board, I'm not knocking anybody else. Right, not but, I mean, look, no. Lucas yeah. highly trained. People very, just they just don't know. They they don't know what Lucas knows. Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah. guy comes from, yeah. guy yeah. comes from Bethel. I mean, guys wicked. I mean, so look, listen, Bethany, Bethany, Bethany. 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 I mean, not wicked, but but you know, good wicked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Glenda the good witch. But, but yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. but he put it on my head. I was like, wow, we sound. Like, it changed so much at home. I like listening to us now. You know, uh-huh. but, but we were bad for a while. So what do you, what did you do about What'd that? What'd you do? I mean, so you, you want to interfere as little as possible. I mean, you have to do some. So we're asking our vocalists to, to be working on their pitch and this and that. But, but the thing that was so exhausting about it is that we would, we would have so many takes that were almost good enough. And then have to do it again and then again and people's voices and fingers and it would oh, yeah. get late and mm-hmm. um so that was rough so did you did you do it and then do a playback and take a look at how it was not most of the time sometimes we would if we were iffy on it um most of the time we just knew uh i i biffed on this part we what's need that? to redo what's it. that was nathan not doing post-production on the audio were you guys just recording it straight through and just leaving it? we would do some post on it oh, yeah and we yeah. would we, sometimes we would um what is that like what is it whenever you Auto put, t- put, put, put the t- takes together, like you cut and splice it? Oh, yeah. Oh, just editing? Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, editing. Lucas auto-tunes me every week. I sound I sound so much better when he does that. See what he's doing it right now? Yeah. No? Oh. Yeah. I want to be auto-tuned. <laughs> I want to sound like the guy on the 7-Up cover. 7-Up. Ha, 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 ha. The so seven s- up. Since we used the click, it was very consistent. Oh, yeah. We were, yeah, we're able to kind boom, of boom, cut boom. and paste yeah. some stuff together. Yeah. yeah but, I hate to tell you. We just went live and just hated it. You know, we either loved it or hated it later. You know, like that TV show, Love It or Hate It. You know, do you like the house? We and and then we just kind of fixed it over the weeks. I mean, we just yeah yeah, it was tough. I mean, and there's things you oh, can right. do. I mean, you get a mixed template like like we got and we went yeah. live with it too. We went live live. We went live stream. You know, with all the good, the bad, and the ugly, didn't we? 
Yeah, we should. There are a few we taped, like when we did when you did the tape and, and when we were had COVID, we did a few of those. But and we yeah. did a couple, like the one Sunday. One Sunday we wanted to all be gone. <laughs> we we I swore everybody to secret. We came in and shot it all on like Tuesday. Yeah, shot the whole thing sure. on Tuesday, and, and and we just it was like right before it was over. We said we all need a week off, and so we all took a week off. Yeah. So we came in and shot the service, shot another one, and we put and he put it in the box, and then we just executed it and had our people run it. But I wish. I wish we could do that next Sunday, but we can't get away with that. <laughs> you know? for that's, some, that's one no. thing I'll miss for is the Easter. fact we, yeah, we literally, so you guys actually, you put it together. Then you, then did you pick a time to broadcast it out? It's just a regular yeah. time. Yeah. 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 Did you guys have people actively responding to you and, and, and talking during the service interacting? Did you do some interaction with chat or anything like that during service? Uh, we did have that. I was not involved in it at all. Okay. Neither mm -hmm. was Chesney. No. Yeah. So, well, that's, I mean, it's a real challenge. Now, what would be the challenge post-COVID? I think when I talk to all the pastors, I do a series called Pastoring in 2020 Beyond. I haven't had Michael in yet. I am going to get Michael and Caroline. They've told me they'll come in and do one. Uh, I've got a couple more pastors. I'm going to do another part of this in season two where I've just talked to them about what, what the church looked like before COVID, through COVID, and then what, what's really changing in the culture ahead. Because every pastor sees clear things that will never be the same again. Mm. There are a few things that are moving back toward normalcy, but there's some things that because of what we did will never be the same again. We will never have, we will always probably in the future have some version of of live stream that'll be a much more quality than just a ping pong that's right. camera in the back that's right you know it'll be yeah. just as good because yeah. we we've got people watching us in thailand and, and africa and michigan we got people in the upper peninsula that don't have a church locally that picked us up from the past and we've got people that just can't get here they're shut-ins or lock-ins and how do you go back to having one camera way back there and i look like a ball going back and forth back and forth back and forth they're used to the being connected yeah why would you i go mean back. now that you have leveled up your production values and you've got the people who can do it like, why would you step back? From That's that? a good question. And, and, yeah. and just to throw you in the breach, like I said before we talked, I when we got on the other side of COVID, we went into a leadership meeting and and I said, well, we're over. We're going to get back into regular stuff. They said, yeah, Cornerstone's going to shut their feet down and they're going to just go back to making people come or else. And I thought, I can't believe that. We're mean. Yeah, you're mean. Oh, yeah. Well, well I, no, no, no. They they had that's, a real. But that's what they said. The divine yeah. the divine call of God was that your pastor wanted to make sure everybody came back to normal reality and had normal relationship. And I looked at the elder and the former elder, and I said, I wish that too. I want everybody to come back and get back in the flow again. Mm -hmm. But the problem is. Everybody can't get in the flow again. Some people are shut down. They're locked down. They still got heart issues. They want to watch this thing a little bit more. And we've just connected with people that are at school now, that are they're here or there. Are we going to just shut this off? You know? So, well, they're doing it. So we should do it. And I said, well, we're not going to do that. That's just something I'm going to do. And then I, I ran into one of your leaders and, and I said, the next day I said, at coffee shop, say, are you doing this? Oh, no. It was a, somebody threw that out. No, we would never tell you. can't. And the word was, you can't go back. And that's exactly what you're saying. You can't go back. You know, people want to go back. There's a lot of people that want to go back when Moses and go back to Egypt, but you can't go back. I think that's something we we don't go back on. What are, what are, what are other changes you're seeing since COVID that you don't think that are different? Maybe they're better. Maybe maybe you know. I think we want to be responsible for how we know people are utilizing the online service. Yeah. So we know that some people are utilizing it from a place of need, like you talked about people right. who are shut-ins or, or, or things like that. They're away they're on sick. vacation. Yeah, on vacation, right. Yeah. There are those people. Um, there are some people who are using it as an entree to 
involvement in your church. Right. It's a first step toward. They go look at your church and go, man, I, I can see, be, see me being here. Right. That's what you want. Exactly. That's right. Yeah. And so, you know, those are great things. There are also people who are using it um, in an apathetic way. Yeah, we have 17 of those in our church. They have gotten so used to wearing their pajama pants, they can no longer buckle their pants properly. <laughs> and they can't get their foot in a real pair of shoes because they've been wearing their flip-flops. That's why we so have long. occupational therapists. Right, 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 right. right. Yeah. So, so you, you, you're saying you want to be careful that somebody's not doing it because they're just so introverted and lazy. So, not yeah, working. exactly. So how do we, knowing that that's the case, how do we... Um, use the tool in a way that helps the people who need help, but doesn't enable the people who are using it really to stay in this sort of like apathetic place in terms of how they're engaging with the church. Because and the church, so, and thank God for Christian television, they're out there for people, but I did, God didn't call me to be a Christian television evangelist. Right. And probably you guys to be Christian television worship leaders. Mm. He called us to be a part of the local church. The local church is people that gather together and for, do not forsake the assembly. Mm-hmm. And you can define that a lot of ways. Sure. Yeah. 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 So, so re-engaging people in a way that they want to be a part of community mm-hmm. again and, mm-hmm. and give and share. I think, uh, I think one of the conversations that Michael and I had around this as we collaborated on worship gatherings was that um, we, we had this, we kept turning over this idea of like having some things that you could only do in, in the building. Agreed. No, like, I totally agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can participate to a certain degree but then there are some things that you just gotta we're not going to offer so 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 michael's going to be so mean that he wouldn't go to the house and baptize him in their own bathtub basically yes okay me too we we stopped doing that well i I come into agreement with that we're not going to go to their personal bathtub and do that we're not going to send them home three three easter eggs so they can let their kid look at easter egg in their backyard or or find them in their house plants Okay. They're going to need to come to the church to get Easter eggs. We need eggs. to nix that. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. So, so, I mean, there's one, there's one thing to provide people to stay connected because of need mm-hmm. or circumstances. Another thing to enable people to be disconnected. Well, and I think something that, I'm sorry. Okay. Go ahead. No, no go, go, go. Um, I think something that happened to like a shift that I noticed, um, and I, I think Dustin, you said this, like, we want to make it to where... Like they want to be there. You want to come, <laughs> you know. Like I miss my family. Yeah, and like yeah. you're having this moment in worship that whenever you're, it. yes, they can sense it through their TV. They're like, ah, I want to be there. Something's you know? going on there. You can't yeah. get everything. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you right. what. Yeah. I've been to. I, I've been. I'm going back to Jake's a minute ago. I've been. I was at a pastors conference years ago. I used to be in his a whole Aaron's army thing. I was there at a pastors conference that it was electrifying. I mean, yes. the preaching, mm-hmm. the worship. Yes. Oh, I could feel buzzing on my body. It's just like, man, yes. the room's like. Stuck Static. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and and the message was killer. I brought that message back for mm. my staff to listen to. The message was good, but they didn't get the the hair didn't stand up. It wasn't ecstatic. There wasn't the manifest presence in the way That's, that there was yeah. in yeah. the gathering. Quality message, yes. quality experience, but it, it wasn't man. That's a good e- word. And even even the people who do streaming the best, like the most flawless streaming you can think of, like a Bethel church or something. Like I love their streams. I went to Bethel in July, and it's like, what? How is it better? It's like, <laughs> it's like there's something happening that's yeah. like, and it's the I mean, it's got the Holy Spirit. It's like, it's just you can't. You can get something, but you, you're gonna. Yeah, if, you're, if, if you're home trapped and you haven't gotten back yeah. in church yet, we're just telling you, you're you're getting a 2D version of it not the 3d version mm. or maybe the 4d because there's a holy ghost a whole fourth thing that Come comes in that, yeah. and i think i think that's what people will miss mm-hmm. and i think people got used to the other it was kind of tame yeah. and they could get cheerios and go to the next one 
you know, and go, but, but get back in, feel the, feel the power of God again in the yeah. service. And even looking at, even watching your brother over there worship or your sister over there worship, there's connection there. Yeah. yeah. And don't be fooled. Don't allow yourself to be fooled into thinking that it's, that it is the 3d or 4d version because right. it is not, it's not, you can't because yeah. now what's, what's bad was the denomination I was in the time I was the chairperson of evangelism. So I brought all these pastors in and let, we, we, we shared the Jake's message. It was powerful enough that people in the room were crying, but they came from such stone dead churches that, that Jake's on a TV at 60% was better than anything they had heard sure. at a hundred percent. Sure. But you can, but the worship yes. was just not there. Mm. We did live worship in the room and that helped set that up. Mm -hmm. So you're just missing something, I think. Mm -hmm. yeah. and, and I do think it's good that people can go on vacation, stay connected to a series. That's right. They can yeah. check their church out. If they're shut in for a while, they're in recovery. At least they're connected because mm -hmm. they, maybe they can't handle 340 right now. But as soon as you can get back in the water, get back in. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that's. I think it's probably the best answer I've heard on this. On this, let me let me. Okay, let's see where. Let me see how I'm doing here. I'm, I'm getting close to done. Oh, we're at 48 minutes. Great, uh, great. Yeah, thank you for staying with us. We appreciate you. Um, the the video stream we talked about. What are the biggest challenges and changes you see coming in these next five, 10 years? What do you think is going to evolve? What's the big movement? Tell me where I need to buy stock in something. I want you to foretell something. <laughs> I should have bought Bitcoin, you know, five, ten years ago. You know, a guy today, they had Bitcoin conference someplace, and it was this, it's going to be 30x, 100x bigger, but I'd like to have been at the first X. So what is something in worship you think is going to, you're going to see a next evolution, or you're starting to see it already, you're getting ready for it. Uh, what would you say that would be? Mm. Next step. What is something you're planning for that in a year and a half, two years from now, Bam, we're going to bring this because we're trying to get the idea from you first. And we're going to beat you to it. No. What is, what is it? What is, what is something? Where, where is worship going to go? What do you think? I don't think this is new, but I do think that it's growing in emphasis that spiritual power in worship is going to be so important. Mm -hmm. I think that. The place that we're in is we're on a track toward more and more pressure being applied to the people of God. And it's going to take supernatural power to stand up, live it out mm -hmm. as it increases, as the heat. On the outside. Yeah. You're going to have counter pressure on the inside. That's right. Oh, I love that. So we're almost, I, I, I'm a cook by my chef by old background, but they have thing called like a um, pressure kettle. Uh. You know, and you put the heat on the outside, but but they're locked down so it can maintain on the inside. If you blow that thing off without letting the steam come off it, it'll just explode like a bomb. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, so you think there's going to have to be a counter pressure in worship. Yes. A spiritual igniting in there to sustain the, the or we're going to be like a submarine going too deep and just get crushed. You know, to do that, you're going to have to reverse that pressure. Amen. Yeah. Exactly. I love that picture. And I think that, I love this, that, that a thing that is so key to yeah. that. Like is is a very is is a pursuit of holiness holiness when nobody's looking when nobody's looking when nobody is looking because man we can lead from a superficial place but superficial doesn't do supernatural mm -hmm. <clears throat> and uh and so we, uh, like, we have to take up the mantle, all that it means as, as worship leaders, knowing that like, there is a real battle function of what we do. We see that even, even literally in the scriptures. Hmm. And 
And part of that means that we take our holiness so seriously all the time. And we take the holiness of our team so seriously in cultivating that. And, and Lord, help me to, to, to lead this group of people in that because we need to be ready. We need to be at a place where you can pour out. And that's at the, that's at the self level, at the team level, you're saying? Yeah. And even that translates into the church eventually. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that, that, I mean, the superficial does not do, superficial does not do supernatural. That is, that's good. I mean, that's really rich. I mean, I think that's right on. You're going to have to have it real. I, I, I mean, I think that may be one of the best things I've heard in this whole process so far. Yeah, it's well, good. I think people feel it too. I mean, in Southern Illinois, it's, it's like the water that we swim in. And it's just like, there's a church on every corner. A lot of people have grown up in yeah. a church or at least around it. They've and been to half of our churches. They've, they've, they've flowed through <laughs> there. Family goes through there. Yeah. 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 Right, right. And they yeah. just, they want something more. And some people don't know how to get there, you know, and, 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 and anyway. there, there is a huge resistance, though, to the pursuit of holiness you're talking about, because to do that, you've got to live out the text. You got to live out the Bible that we live out and that's got to flourish. And we live in a culture that's very counter to that. And if it's not careful, that comes inside the walls of the church and, and it, it almost becomes a secondary. We've got the resistance of the world against us, but then we have the resistance of those that think we should conform to the world versus maintain and be strong and courageous to God. So you got people saying, yeah, the world's tough, but yeah, give into it, you know, mm. you know, kind of, mm -hmm. we, we need to coexist. You know, you see that coexist, you know, and then, but we really, what God is saying is stand for me mm. and I'll stand for you, mm -hmm. you know, and, and let me stand before you, you know, like Moses standing before the water and the water was there and he's got the whole people of Israel back there. And God just says, walk down there and, 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 and lift your hands and boom, it opens up. Mm. We don't realize we forget that we have a God that opens the waters, you know? He, he, we have a God that, that three guys were told to bow and they said, nope, not going to do it. And they said, throw them in the fire. They said, we'd rather go in the fire than bow to you. They went in the fire and they found out there was another dancing in the fire with them. Mm -hmm. And they came out and not even smelled like smoke. That's I right. can never barbecue here and not smell like smoke. <laughs> that, to me, yeah. that's a supernatural. Yeah. No, no, no. Right. You get a smoker next to you and you get cigarette smoke smelling on you. Mm -hmm. I go, honey, I didn't smoke. I didn't really smoke. I was just next to somebody. You know, but these guys came out of the fire and they didn't even smell like smoke. Mm -hmm. If we could just trust God at that level, mm. man, we could counter this resistance with something that could change the world. Yeah. I think that's so good. Uh, that's very powerful. Gosh, I don't know how I'm going to make this transition to the frog. I, I got to get the frog in before we get out of this yeah, thing. Here, okay. We have to. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I've got to because I've mentioned the frog or people will be mad. Okay. Well, we're going to come down a little, little level and when I, I as pastors and worship leaders, one of the biggest challenges we deal with each week is ourselves. Mm. We battle with, did mm. we do well mm. enough? Did we, mm. did we honor God well enough? Um, did I give him my best? And, and I don't think a lot of people realize most preachers, most worship leaders, most musicians, we're really harder on ourselves than most people are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't mean it's easy to deal with people piling on our own inadequacies. You know what I'm saying? And so my, my closing question to this is how do you take on the critics and I, how do you take on people that are just kind of, you know, working at you? And so that you will understand what I mean by critics, there's only one standard for that. And that's the green guy and his show. How do you handle these guys? Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, yeah, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo. <laughs> now, I realize the green guy wasn't shown, 
But it is the Muppet Show. He's implied. It's Muppet yeah. Show. He's implied. implied. He's implied. Yeah. Kermit is implied. I mean, we all have times where those guys show up in our church. They, li- they We know which pew they're in. We know where they're at. And, and they seem to know when to catch us at our vulnerable moments. You've come mm, off the platform. Mm, mm, you've mm. emptied yourself. Yeah. You've, you're exhausted. <laughs> you've, they don't know yeah, that your yeah. kid had fever last night. They don't know that your wife is struggling with something. They don't know that you mm. lost somebody. They don't really mm. even care. Mm. That You've got those certain people. Yeah. That just go, man, they look like their yokes down. I've got to get them now. <laughs> and, and we know that that was these famous guys from the Muppets. We know it was Statler and Waldorf. They're very famous for that. The reason that didn't move, I was afraid they'd shut us down. So I did the static picture with the audio. <laughs> and it will beat the, it'll beat the Facebook people. Sweet. All right. So, so how do you deal with those kind of critical people in your ministry so that you don't let them pull you down. Cause I think there's a lot of worship people, a lot of people that need to hear that. How do you, cause you guys haven't gotten accidentally to the, to the level you are at. You're at the top level right now in our region, as far as churches, you guys are at the top of the echelon. And, but I also know this, it means you have more Muppet guys. You have more Statlers <laughs> and Waldorfs than I do. And my two drive me nuts. Mm, but mm, at the same right, time, right, you may, right. you, I have two, you may have a section. How do you deal with those people and love them with the love of the Lord? And at the same time, make sure that that doesn't bring you down, Bruce. Mm, I'm going to let Dustin take this one because oh, he's, <laughs> he's the head honcho and I think he gets more of it than I do probably. Um, I, I have had a, a handful of these guys and <clears throat> so, and I've dealt with it differently over time. The, the Lord has used it to, to grow me and teach me. So, um, I used to get really hurt and it, and I'm not going to say it doesn't hurt anymore. It does. I don't, I, I, you know, it, we can be strong. I 35 years. There's just a time when, even if you're strong, there's a time when you're the most vulnerable and that's when you, it's easy to pierce you. They can find that moment, you know, yeah. the one chink in the armor, Yeah. you know, you know, and, and, and for people who are listening as he answers this, it can be, it's a lot of things. It's not that they pick on you. And just let me give you that. It could be like your song selection. Hey, that song. Song's too loud, song's too short, song's too fast. Song, song, so, oh, I hate that song. I wish more drums. The haze makes me sick. I don't know why you use that haze in the room, you know. It can be lots of things. You know, I like your hair. Your hair's too long. Mm. I don't know what you're doing. To, what's, what's with the gel stuff? And, you know, and, and the jeans are too tight. You, you're, you know, it can be anything. Yeah. And we all know, how, how do you handle it? So <clears throat> there, are, there are critics that are just mean-spirited mm-hmm. and... Um, so I, I usually I usually engage a conversation with the person. I usually do. And um, in that conversation, I can discern a bit about where their their criticism is coming from. Right. Is it just a mean-spirited kind of thing? Or are they zealous for the Lord and they're, they're, they have a different perspective from me? It could be constructive. It could it be could. something you could use. In which case... I really need to know why I'm making the choice that I'm making that right. they disagree with. Right. Um, and so it can be kind of helpful. Yeah. Every now and then. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, there was a guy who did not understand why we use lights and why, <laughs> why we use some of the production factors that we use. Um, that haze is like a gas when it comes down. I had nose running all week. I yes. said, people, it's just water. Well, they think yeah. so. <laughs> it's just water. So here's, no, it's chemical warfare. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh man, I'm glad you said that. Um, <laughs> so, so I understand why people have an issue with it because the place that we most often see these production values are in 
secular concert venues where it's all about they pay the a show. lot of money they don't gripe at all that, oh that's true yeah that's i true. love it it's true but it's but it is about a show and it's about entertainment and that's fine that's fine but then they think that in the church when they see that that that's what it's about and it's not yeah so um but i understand why they think that right so let's talk about it so this is a very real conversation that i had whenever we look in into the old testament and we see the instructions that the lord himself gave for the tabernacle it was all of this gold and flourish. It was and, amazing. And and purple and scarlet threads, and it was embellished. And there was something about the environment itself that was colorful, that was supposed to suggest to you that this place is special. Reserved, exotic, top level. Yes. It was it was supposed to engage the senses. There were colors, there were there were pictures, there were all of these things. Purple and, was the most difficult color to dye. It was exclusively difficult to get. So it was it was luxurious. There, there we go. There we go. So so you have that right, and that's and that is from God, right? About how He is saying this this space is to be designed. We know that light is God's idea. Uh-huh. That color is His idea. Oh yeah. And whenever we harness all these things and we're pointing them in the same direction at engaging the senses right. and glorifying Him, it's a beautiful thing. Now this guy had never thought of it that way. That's right. And every every vision you see a prophet have is standing before the throne of God. It's 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 magnificently. Overwhelming, and I got news. We're going to stand there for the rest of our eternity. So we're trying to get people ready to go, <laughs> get in that mind frame. We're we're in the kingdom now. The kingdom is at hand. Now, can you have lights going on and and it be all about show and it be shallow and all that? Hundred percent, absolutely. You can, absolutely. You can, and I and I want people to be sensitive to that. I don't want that, um, but I want them to be. But to create an experience, yeah. that's transformative. That, that that causes that transcendent moment. You can do that using the gifts that God gave us. God gave us that ability to do that. So, so the point with this conversa- this particular conversation with this gentleman was, I knew why. He had a he had a criticism, and I had a why to give him, and and uh, and so it kind of transformed his perspective. Now there are sometimes I don't know the why. I've got to I've got to take their feedback and say, is there anything true about what they're saying? And why do I do this? Or why did we do that? Or why? And if I don't know, I need to spend some time asking myself that and, and, right. and, and, uh, you know, working on that with the Lord, asking the Lord about it. And I can even tell this gentleman that like, Hey, you know what? I don't know why. Yeah. Um, and that's a, that's a decent question. And, um, there are things that I come across like this, I don't have a good answer to, and I need to spend some time with the Lord about it. And sometimes somebody's just plain mean, and they just pick on everybody. That's and, right. And they sit up at the top like that. You have that, and you just, and you determine that very and, quick. And once I know that, then... You can shut it down. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I just sort of, like, give it to the Lord, and I'm like, yeah. I, I, had, I, had, I had people one time that got on this kick. I mean, got on this kick about the, the loudness of our sanctuary service. Ah, sure. You know, the mm-hmm. decibels of it. Sure. And I got following these people on Facebook. Mm-hmm. I already and, know where this is going. I yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, I began to look at the shows they went to uh-huh. at Branson. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they would come back saying, we went to three of them today. We went to the shows they went to at Branson. We, we went and checked them out. Do you know what the decibels were at those shows? Right. And they have pictures of them smiling and the best day of their life. And I'm thinking, we're 30 decibels below that. Yeah. And how you didn't say, connect? how does that connect? It's funny how people pay this money to go to a concert and they'll just get blown away by the haze or this or that. But then they do they want the church? I'm not saying we got to kill you with your ears, but do, do they want us to be less of an experience? That's right. Mm. We should be more exuberant. Absolutely. 
Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. And, and yeah. it should have value to it. And and it's kind of funny, the ones that gripe about it, they'll be very quick to, to go do something that'll be a lot louder, a lot different, or this or that. It's, mm -hmm. just, it's just people kind of get carried away with it. I think yeah. one of the maturities of that is you learn how to process sure. that through. And I think yeah. you've shared a very healthy yeah, way. To, it's a chance for reflection. It's a chance to examine yourself. Is this my problem? Is this something I learned? Or is this something that's really their problem? And they're just projecting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you know. And, and when they teach you in pastoral psychology, you got to learn very quick. Is it your stuff or their stuff? Ah, is it, and that. they call that transference, whether is it me or they transferring their garbage on me? Mm -hmm. Are they mad because their boss was mean at work and they mm -hmm. got, they're, they're mad at their wife and they counter, they're taking her stuff, putting it there and then here. And they really just need somebody to love on them and love them through it. Mm. And I think that's good to stop and listen. Or they knew they were at a other church where the worship leader was, I don't know, egotistical or whatever right. and all about himself. And they just assume that yeah. that's you. Yeah. yeah. I, I think these are all good things. I and mean, we're, we're going to get out of this, but I think what, what's been really good is what you guys bring to the table is, is just a wealth of experience of what you're doing each and every week and the leadership you're given in our community, not just at the worship level, but your church gives in the community as a service organization to the community and, and the leadership is great. And I think a lot of pastors out there, worship leaders, Christians out there need to be listening to that and just kind of think through the process. Because what I've learned really carefully is you guys are very intentional about the pursuit of holiness and excellence and, and bringing people to the throne of God. It's been a real, thank you. A real privilege yeah. to hear these yeah, guys. hundred percent. And you guys don't get rattled. I guess we're, we're going to try to inspire to be more like you guys, me and Bill. Oh, oh good. You want to do it? We want to be like them. We want to be like them. I got to call something out yeah. about, about y'all. Yeah. <laughs> you have, you have been such a blessing to me because you have been passionate about seeing, um, unity in the body of Christ. Amen. Yeah. yeah, I want to see it. And and you've put that in motion. Yeah. And like this conversation, this whole podcast series you've been doing mm -hmm. is evidence of that. And I see that all over the place. And that is something the Lord is doing. And I see you taking action on it in a way that not, not many others are. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I, I think the pressure cooker thing I see, I think as we've got incredible gifts in this region, and I think we're going to have to get in that pot together and hold each other's back uh -huh. and mm -hmm. let the gates of hell not prevail against the that. church in this region. Yeah. And I don't see a difference between somebody getting saved at Cornerstone and getting saved here. I'm perfectly content for us to do an event, an event out there. And if, if, if they, if, if Dustin, if they love your music or they love Michael's preaching, I want them to go there and get on fire for kingdom. I think it's the best That's chance right. we have. Mm. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. And and I, I just got Likewise. back today. One of my best friends, he's a buddy that I'm mentoring in the new church starts. He's up in, uh, up in one of the regions. He's been on the show. They have their vehicle. They pick a lot of people up. And he, I was just, he was working on my hair and he said, Hey, our, our van's down. Could you be praying for us? Do you know one? I said, I don't know where to get your van, but we have three that aren't in use. Come get the keys, give it back when you're done. Yeah. So we went and got it today and they've been using it to get their people to church. And I told him, I tell everybody, what is ours is yours. Mm. Because when people tithe here, it's to the house of God. And that includes whether it's Cornerstone family wow. or this family, mm. or that family. And when I stand before God, I want to know that I help my fellow Levites out. Mm. And uh, I, I think the best thing we can do to bring revival is us press in together and let God yeah. shine. We can't yeah. afford this spirit of like rivalry. No, no, we cannot afford it. Totally. We We've got to pursue holiness yeah. and we got to do it as, as, as his, as Levites. I mean, you guys are Levites and, 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 and the Levite family has got to stick together. And if we do that, the gates of hell cannot prevail against us, mm. you know, and it's not just my local church or your local church. It's his church. Amen. Yeah. Just it's like you said on early on being yeah. vulnerable, being, we got it. We got to open our heart up that we got to do that 
We got to, we've got to demonstrate that. I think if we do that, we'll see a transformation in the church. Your church demonstrates that. I've, I've just never seen anything less than that. Mm. And, and just my blessing. Hey, if you guys are out there, uh, Cornerstone meets at uh, y'all, 6.15 on Fridays, 9.15, <laughs> on Sundays, 11 o'clock. Also on Sundays, get out there, enjoy uh, worship with these guys. They are a blessing. Check out the web links online, email, uh, Facebook. Uh, Donna will get that in the show notes as well. You'll be able to see that. Get there to worship with them. Uh, you're going to have a great experience. So guys, again, thank you so much, uh, Ben. Thank you for joining us in this episode. Uh, Chesney, thank you very much for just sharing and, and keeping things straight and, and the work mm-hmm. you're doing at, at Cornerstone. We appreciate it. Dustin, incredible 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 leadership and uh, you're doing a great job man i appreciate it i appreciate your partnership in the kingdom please give michael and carolyn my blessings and tell them that we're excited about what you guys are doing so we're with you guys at some point in time we just may come 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 hang out at your place oh, we'd be if everything falls apart out. here if it all falls apart here and we can't maintain this we'll, we'll fight our way back out from your parking lot <laughs> same here though anything we, we have is anything we anything we have is yours hope you enjoyed this today as a long episode but that's okay on the doc.org you can stop and pause and watch it later you can go in and get your haircut go get your groceries come back out and start it back up again i did that three times a day on one podcast you can do double speed too you can do yeah i have never tried uh, that yeah. i gotta learn to do that although you talk pretty fast yeah so that would be, like, be an issue really i would be <laughs> <laughs> Say that boy because you're a top. On the doc.org, info at on the doc.org is our email, and you can watch us on eight platforms. We want you to get on YouTube and hit subscribe, like, notify, go to iTunes, Spotify, all of our other ones, and <laughs> avoid Facebook. We love you, Facebook, but, but they, they, we don't want to be in jail. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Telegram, and Getter, social media, hit subscribe, like, notify, comments, and all those things to be a Patreon sponsor. And yes, <laughs> what was that artist again that needs calls? The artist for the song? Austin Stone. Oh, Austin. Yeah, your people, Austin, if, you're, if your people call us, we'll cut this out here as well. And you'll become our big Patreon sponsor right here. Or, or, or that. We love you, Patreon sponsor partner. And also, if you if you can't get in the parking lot of their church because they have so many people coming and you just can't find a place, you can use us as a second one. We're like we're all, we're like the Motel 6 next to them. Uh, yes. Community Faith Church. Community Faith Church, 10 o'clock on Sundays, Wednesdays at 6.30. COFTV.com. You can watch us there. You can check it out. And we'd love to have you as well. But just get in church get out in church get the pajamas off go back to church it's all good uh good, been good to have you guys again thank you guys or very come much. in your pajamas come in yeah. your pajamas hey I do. we're not judging we, hey let me just tell you there's a lot of people that go to walmart in their pajamas they, do. they could get your building confused they do i cannot believe it please put clothes on don't go to walmart in your pajamas i hate that but we love you with the love of the lord god bless thanks for joining us on this podcast and watch for more coming up very soon on the dock i'm pastor troy As each night breaks into morning, gentle mercy beckons me. For I put my hands to labor, set my mind on Calvary. Look to Jesus, suffering servant, God in flesh, the perfect man. For the joy that was before him Laid his life down as the lamb Jesus Christ, my hope of glory Sure foundation of my life In the race that set before me 
Press on to gain the prize. 